Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, welcome to episode 12, 12. of the G&T podcast. Um, so we're going to kind of hit the ground running this week. We're not going to do uh, any check-ins or anything like that because we've just had a little chat and we're a little bit fired up about what's coming up uh, very, very soon, we hope. So um, it's been shared this week that the um, BBC have, I wouldn't use the word announced, but they have kind of put us story out that because of changes in the government with the, the health minister and, and a few other people there looks like it's a possibility the gyms may be the first um industry to be open um after lockdown which is for us is fabulous and very welcomed news um, and i'm sure it will be for people who are listening who are active and are missing it um terribly um so this is great. Um, obviously, we still don't know when that will be. Uh, there hasn't been any carrots dangled with regard to dates as such. But, you know, we were sort of discussing the fact that we people need to be ready. You know, we, we need to uh, have, even though we haven't got a specific goal, we need to be thinking ahead to how we return to the gym, what we want to do. Um, I myself have... Uh, taken a long hard look at you know my kind of the people I want to work with my kind of role in the industry and I feel that has uh, with experience now and having worked with people uh, for a few months my my sort of opinion has changed slightly to what my strengths and my direction is going to be um, whereas I've still really really loved classes and I still you know, would love to sort of hit the ground running at Snap and do Pump and uh, all, all those sort of classes that I love teaching. Um, I'm actually doing my qualification to teach Pilates now. Uh, loving it. I've, I'm doing a class every single day. Uh, I found it already in seven days. It's already benefited my physical health regarding any aches and pains that I have. So I'm already seeing the benefits of that. It's given me something to focus on. Uh, it's very much about um, strengthening people's core, uh, uh, obviously being relaxing, about keeping flexibility, and it's got um, a massive, massive list of long-term health benefits as we age, which for me is dynamite in the industry and the um, the direction I want to go in. Um, uh, I'm also sort of stepping up a little bit with my nutrition, even though I have got a qualification, I'm going to get my level three, um, again because it, it's it just seems that we almost need to go back to basics um with people uh because a lot of people are very very confused we we all agree that you know there's so much stuff on instagram and facebook and oh daily mail daily mail the uh the most informative nutrition advice newspaper <laughs> in the world business from Oh, but I mean, and even this week, you know, there's this, this woman on, on Good Morning who they, why they put her on there is beyond belief. But guys, if you get to watch it, it was shocking. Um, you know, talking about uh, obese children should have obese role models, that that superheroes uh, should be made to be uh, fat superheroes so that, that, that children feel they can be superheroes too. I mean, come, what we're in the middle of a pandemic, you know, that that is has been known to uh, not people who are massively overweight or overweight do not do well when they get this disease. And they're, they're promoting this 
on telly in the middle of another lockdown. I, it's, I don't know what is, is going on. So we've all agreed that, I mean, I know for a fact, like I said, I'm changing the way I'm going back in. Um, you know, I've, I have physically, uh, you know, I've, my health has not been great. I've, you know, I'm losing my strength. Uh, I can see the atrophy has been quite rapid because obviously of my age. Um, and obviously with certain hormones not there to kind of help me. Uh, so I'm very aware that I kind of need to, I will need to start from scratch. So I need, I'm on the lookout for a, for a decent PT, but I'm really struggling at the moment. I can't find one, you know, no idea who I'm going to work with. <laughs> Put your hand down, Paul. Put your hand down, Paul. Mind you, you yeah, you, mind you, what you told me earlier, I'm very tempted. <laughs> but I think, you know, like I, I've sort of said during the week, you know, it, it's uh, some of the stuff that I'm uh, that's going on is unavoidable. Um, but with me, it's definitely been a case of uh, was kind of positive at the beginning and uh, then wasn't so positive. And then I've now I've just decided I'm putting no pressure on myself at all. I'm just focusing on my course. I'm going to do all my learning. Um, and that, like, like you said, um, Tom, you know, we don't know when it's going to happen, but when it does, I need to be ready. So I need those qualifications. You know, I've got 12 months to do them in, but I can do them in six to eight. I need yeah. to do them in six to eight because I need to be ready to do the new things I want to do the day that place opens, not not in 12 months when let's see how it goes or let's see. Um, so we, um, so today we have uh, realized that basically the fitness industry, industry uh, as a whole has got a clean slate. They've got to really think about what they're going to do when they open again, uh, because the last couple of times out of lockdown, things have been a little bit messy and a little bit all over the place, which is understandable. Um, People were confused. Guidelines were very blurred a lot of the time. Um, but it does mean, uh, you know, we want to encourage people to reach out and reach out to the right people um, because you need the right person who's going to be old school and basic, someone who's going to listen to you, um, go right back, scratch back, um, get your goals in place again because they're going to be different depending on how your this time has been treating you, you know, um, and, and really go back and find that new baseline to go back and start again. And I do think, you know, this is a great time as well to, you know, maybe think back over the last, let's say two years, because that gives us pre-pandemic as well. But look at the last two years, what's worked for you? What hasn't worked for you? What have you been like banging on about and doing the same thing and you never, ever have got the results you wanted? Um, clearly let's look at that that hasn't worked for you so let's use this time to go back and not do those things let's do something completely different and to do that you need to be with the right personal trainer who's going to listen to you and do this properly you know like we use the word scientific sounds boring there's no bunts and burners involved but you know but but let's go scientific let's go back to the the you know high weight goals blood you know, blood pressure your, your health markers you know let's go back to all that stuff and use them as your goals get your blood pressure down or up depending on um you know what's going on with you, you know, yes get the body fat down yes get your muscle mass up you know all these things keep it really really simple start again and let's find new things to do maybe Let's find new things to do. What's, what have you never tried before that actually could work out to be great fun 
and actually help you get in your goals and maybe be something a little bit more lighthearted, a bit more fun rather than this like such serious approach that hasn't got you anywhere. So, you know, we, like I said, we're, I'm going to pass it over to the boys now, but that's the baseline for today. We want to guide you to find the right people and do the right thing to start again and not get drawn into, uh, oh, I've got lockdown weight to lose. I need to spend £500 on those products over there. They will get me to my goal. OK, you know, this is all money that could be turned around and put towards a decent gym membership, personal trainer who stick with for a year at least minimum. Yeah. Um, a nutrition coach, whatever those things are, because we need to look at long term now. You know, we need I, to stop the quick fixes. I th like for me, I see this and I completely agree with what you said there, Cheryl. I see this very black and white. I'm actually going to use something that Paul said when we were talking about the supplements, about how you wouldn't go. Um, I can't remember how you put it, Paul, but the regulation of supplements yeah and how that would in any other industry it wouldn't happen right and so for me I look, I look at this the same way this country we'll focus on this country has screwed up we have set the bar way too low for what we think as acceptable for for our health and what the yeah. human body a healthy range of human body we've set it way too low and that this pandemic has, sh has shown that it's shown that people who we considered not to have underlying health conditions did because they were out of shape they hadn't taken care of their body. And so what we've got now, we've been presented this opportunity where it's never really happened before. We screwed it up after lockdown one. We kind of, it kind of wishy-washy after lockdown one and two. After lockdown three, it's got to be very symptomatic. It's got to be very black and white. If you have a problem with your finances, you go and see someone who is qualified and has the necessary knowledge to sort you out and get you out of financial trouble. This country has a health issue. As, a, as a, the average person is not where they need to be. So we, you need to go and seek out the individuals that are qualified, that have spent time and years of practicing this stuff, getting educated and can actually get you results rather than putting your money into quick fixes and all the stuff that I'm sure Paul is going to absolutely destroy in a, few, in a few minutes. You need to start spending your money on things and people that generally want to make you better. If you are seeing someone on Instagram that's trying to sell you something through a post or whatever, they don't care about you. You need to go to the people that are actually taking an interest in you as a person because to get yourself to a healthy weight, to get yourself to a healthy range, you need somebody who is going to do it for you. Well, however, that's going to work because there's a thousand different ways to get somebody back to a healthy marker but you need somebody who is qualified, educated, and cares about you in order to do that. And there's no pill on the world in the world that can do that can um, that can supplement that. You know. Yeah. Paul. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think the um, the 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 metaphor that I often use that I think you're alluding to there, Tom, is the fact that ultimately when when you've got anything that's wrong with you, like whether it's finances, whether you're physically unwell and you need to go to the doctor or whatever it is, you will go to a professional who's qualified in that industry for their help and their advice. And if they were to try and sell you something off the back of your visit that had nothing to do with your, your reason for seeing them, you would call that person a cunt. Uh, but the fitness industry, unfortunately, is full of people who are sat there going, I've got the, the product that you need to spend an enormous amount of money on in order to get you to your dream body. 
Now, the first issue there is that the product isn't actually required to get you to your dream body. And you also, if you're willing to spend an awful lot of money, there's better ways to invest it. But the reason why they justify the expense nine times out of 10 is because this amazing product comes with an amazing opportunity off the back of it to start your own business, be your own boss, which I will also confirm you're not running your own business. You're a salesperson. But again, that's yeah. for another day. Um, and the way they try and justify it is by saying, actually, you could get your products for free if you sign up to the business side of things. And all you then need to do is get a few people to sign up to the business side of things and your products will be paid for for you. And they lure you in on that promise. Um, and the majority of people end up not getting anyone to sign up, not actually making any money and not getting their products for free. But most importantly, the products are not needed. And the guys have touched upon it and we're edging really slowly. I think my understanding is it's really slowly. It could be moving quicker than I realized towards the reopening of, of gyms and to address the elephant in the room. And that's not a, a fat joke, although it could be uh, to address the elephant in the room. COVID isn't really the, the, the issue as such. It's the reason why we've all been in lockdown because if you are overweight or obese, you are, at high risk of catching COVID. Now that's not something that's new. If you're over overweight or obese, you are higher risk of catching heart disease, of cancer, of multiple forms of dementia. Those issues though, are very much restricted to the individual. They're not contagious. So although the biggest killer of people worldwide is heart disease caused by obesity, the second biggest killer of people worldwide is cancers caused by obesity. They're not contagious. So they're not considered a global threat what we tip what we seem to have ignored is the fact that if you're overweight or obese you're at high risk people still look at it and go i should be okay because i don't have un underlying health conditions thinking specifically their heart specifically they've got cancer specifically that they've got liver or kidney disease or whatever might make your immune system less good at coping with what is effectively potentially a bad flu but the World Health Organization has determined that obesity and being grossly overweight is it's a health condition. And it's been that's been categorized as a health condition or an underlying health condition since the 60s. But people are too afraid in the media or the governments or people individually are too afraid to accept the fact that ultimately, if you've allowed yourself to become overweight and obese. And I use that phrase quite cautiously because i know that there is a very small percentage probably sub five percent of people who have genetic conditions that mean they can't really do much about it but it's mm. it's in the very small minority the majority of people can do something about it um but ultimately if you've allowed yourself to get into that situation your underlying health condition is your weight is your size and with the gyms reopening it's an opportunity for people to address that underlying health condition because the beauty about being overweight or obese is that it is completely reversible you just like it, it you didn't get there overnight it took time and it took a great deal of almost admirable levels of consistency to get there the same effort in the opposite direction will reverse things and guess what you'll no longer be at risk and the let the, the more people we have who are at a healthier weight at a healthier size for their frame the less time we need to spend in lockdown. So with the gym starting to reopen, my message here is do the right fucking thing. Yeah. We're, 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 
we're all too good at pointing the finger at all the people who haven't been following lockdown rules and oh they've been oh they've gone out more than once today that business is still operating when it shouldn't be look instead of pointing the finger at everybody else that's not been abided by lockdown rules let's just fucking make a collective decision that when the gyms reopen that we're not just going to go and jizz all of our fucking money up the wall like bellends over shit like slimming teas or skinny coffee or laxative pills or fucking you name it all the bullshit that you're going to go and spend anywhere between 50 to probably 200 pounds a month on that's going to cause you what to spend most of your time on the fucking toilet and you're going to lose a bit of water in a few weeks and go look hasn't that worked and then guess what you stop because you can't stick to it and guess what you end up back where you were so here's the here's the thing though if we can identify that and separate that from the fitness industry because right now the fitness industry is this massive umbrella from slimming world to you know very very highly qualified dietitians and nutritionists and they're all in the same thing they're all in this fitness industry but they're completely and utterly different and so if we could actually start this this new slate this clean slate and say actually do you know what ketones and the slimming world and all those people and all the Instagram people that want to sell you all this stuff that we know doesn't work, put them in a box and say, do you know what? You are no longer part of the fitness industry. You are no longer, and yeah. you are no longer going to help us as a nation bring the baseline of health up. So we're not going to pay any attention to you. If we can bring the education to people like we're trying to do with this podcast, that we have lots of people have been trying to do for years and we can get people aware that this is not the fitness industry. This is not how you get healthy. It's through the people who are qualified in the industry, the, 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 the gyms and the recreational centers and the well-being centers that are there to provide you the necessary means to do that, not through products, but through people. Then we can start to say, right, these fit tees, you can, you can push them as much as you want on Instagram, but people won't buy them anymore because they're not part of the fitness industry. That's not a fitness page anymore, love. That's not a fitness page because you're posting your bum and then posting a fitness tee next to it. That's not a fitness page anymore. A fitness page is somebody who is giving you valuable content in order to help promote fitness. A health page is something that is giving you valuable content that is promoting how do you get healthier? And it's not products anymore. Let's get rid of the products. Nobody who knows anything about, is educated by a, a a tiny amount is selling products. None of us are selling products because we don't believe in them because we know they don't work. So what we need to do is that this new clean slate is everybody needs to go, right, let's get rid of the bullshit. Let's get rid of all the products and the big organizations and let's find the people. Let's find the people that are going to be able to take us to where we want to go in our, in our fitness journey. Just like you said, Paul, don't you think it would be sorry, I was gonna say, don't you think it would be lovely if on Instagram, yeah, that mm. basically there was like another bit of Instagram where only people who weren't selling products but were putting on content every day could have to themselves? Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, how lovely. I mean, I know it'd be like having a unicorn as a pet, but I mean it'd be a nice thing to have. But the greatest thing about social media right now, the thing that excites me about social media is the fact that you can influence so many people from your lounge or from, you know, from your, from your attic, like you can literally influence thousands and thousands of people. And so the more people who are educated, get on these platforms 
and provide just content. We're not pushing anything, not charging anything. We're just going to bring the, the baseline of education up for people. Then these, these, these fitness pages, these so-called fitness pages and these products, they no longer have the power over people because people have the power over them because they're educated. Education yeah. is one of the most powerful things that you can give somebody. And if you, if they are above the level of education where these fit tees now are just like, well, why would I spend my money on that? It's ridiculous. You know, it's, and we bring the average IQ of fitness and health up, then it doesn't, we don't need a separate Instagram because those pages no longer have any power of anyone. If that makes mm. sense. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, the thing is, it's like, there's been even, I mean, actually, no, I'm not, there hasn't been more. I would say, Maybe it's either because I'm not noticing it, but I do think there's been less of it. I don't know if that's because all the influencers are in Dubai and they haven't got any of their products with them, but there's been less of it in the do last few months. Do you know what I think it is? Because people who normally are seeing people on a daily basis, the people who actually help people who are either doing online coaching and, and working with their clients or in a, a brick and mortar facility that are actually helping people, are at home and have to use social media now. And so now social media is starting to get flooded by people who are like, hold on a sec, I can influence people just like these so-called influencers that are all sitting in Dubai right now, you know, posting pictures of their abs and their booties. Now the people who are, who were the people on the ground in the trenches helping people are now on social media because it's the only way they can help people again. And so I think social media is starting to change a little bit by the and just bringing the awareness so again i don't think that's something we can stop doing i think we all need to still keep promoting messages on social media even when we get back into gyms but we also I, need to give people a, somewhere to go to be with these people or a platform that you can go and you can be influenced by the people who generally can actually help you because it doesn't matter what the the product says it's going to do in reality if your health is not improving whatever's happening is not working. So you need to do something different. And so. I, I would like to encourage people, I mean, basically anyone who listens to this, this podcast today um, to give us feedback. I want to hear from people about how they feel about going back to the gym. If they are going to go back to the gym, you know, have they been doing stuff at home that they actually can continue to do without having to leave their house? Uh, have they lost their mojo completely? I mean, I think it would be, great to have uh, get as much oh, and ask the questions on our social media platforms as well about this um and then do a podcast based on you know how people who are, uh, are following us are are feeling about all this because you know i think again i, I know we we have backwards and forwards touched on mental health anyway but it'll be nice to get some sort of overview uh, because again it'll help us that will help us again you know to is there anything else we need to be doing oh this person said that or it's quite i know you know it seems to be a quite a common theme there might be running through that we can all address and add into what we're going to change when we when we go back again yeah well if people are, especially if people are struggling with motivation again i put that on us i put that on us we are not just pockets of knowledge we are motivators we are mentors that's what our job as people in the fitness industry that generally care about people our job is to motivate and to teach ways of people to be disciplined and consistent. So lean on us, lean on the people in the, the, the real fitness industry, right? The real people that actually want to help lean on us, like send us messages, call us, text us, whatever it needs to be. If you're struggling with motivation, go again, go to your person. Don't go to 
these products or these whatever whatever sources of motivation some people are using go to an actual person that knows you and can actually help you in the trenches get back into the get back into a, a routine that's going to help your health i think as well it would be quite a good idea uh you know to and i'm obviously obviously we're all communicating with our clients anyway i'm still seeing my guys outside um but also to reach out to your clients um who have stuck with you uh, over the last few months and maybe it, this would be an excellent time to um you know ask for recommendations get them to speak to their friends see how they're feeling and then maybe because the trust is already there the trust is already there between you and your client it, it's a safe passage for, for you to tell your friend who who wants to go back and do something and you know let's wants to start again or whatever it's a safe passage to say well why don't you you know, come through this, do some sort of incentive, obviously, for your client, whatever that may be, whatever you feel is uh, appropriate or relevant to that client. Um, but I think it'd be really good to do something like that as well, because it's the chain, the chain of trust. And I think, you know, that, I think we could save quite a lot of people from the misery of getting the tunnel, the tunnel of, uh, you know, of celebrity or, or the, the rubbish diet products uh, from that way. Um, yeah. It's to kind of go back to basics, the person to person. Yeah, I think that's great. Completely agree. And and again, just to touch on something you literally just said then, and to emphasize what Tom's been saying in terms of ultimately the, the the takeaway that I want people to get from this, from today's podcast, is that you know, when gyms open, this isn't just a a chance to get back into the gym or to get into the gym for the first time and just repeat history. It's not a case yeah, exactly. Of yeah. Go back to what we were doing before, like this is an opportunity for people to actually take and it, and it doesn't actually take as anywhere near as much effort as people think it is, but to take the chance to learn what you need to do yeah. and to do that, you need to be conscious of who you're going to for information in that, just like we said earlier on the podcast, you wouldn't go to your neighbor. If you had a, a, a concerning rash on your cock, you wouldn't be like, <laughs> I'm just going to see Dave at number 47. He might be, I'll get him to have a look at it. You wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. You go to the doctor and you'd be like, this, I mean, it's questionable the people that go on embarrassing bodies. At least they go and see a doctor, but why you do it on TV is beyond me. But my point is, (laughs) you should be searching out people who are A, qualified to give you the information that you're after and B, promote a message that suggests that they have their client's interests at heart. And what would be great is if we could avoid (laughs) as best as we can going down the route of i like that celebrity oh i'll do what they've done Mm. and it'd be great if the media would avoid going down the route of oh this this well-known celebrities just posted about this let's write a story about it i did a post about carol vorderman at the end of last week in that she's clearly doing keto and intermittent fasting if it works for her fucking brilliant fill your boots the trouble is there's two things firstly as a mathematician i'm amazed that she can't do a simple calculation of eat less calories than you burn i mean that is about as easy as it gets when it comes to maths and for a brain of her size and ability i'd have thought she'd have done it straight away instead of putting fucking coffee like butter in a coffee but here's the trouble you've got the smart carol vorderman bragging about the fact she's got degrees in engineering and she used to put words up on a box whilst wearing a pretty dress and could do quick maths um saying i've achieved great fat loss because i fast for 20 hours and i put butter in my coffee and you then get the mirror 
picking up on that and they start running stories about it and it gets quite a lot of coverage from people and she's quite a trustworthy source because she's quite a clever person but she's not a fitness professional i don't care if she had aerobics dvds or probably videos in her time in the past i don't care if she used to be on channel four with richard whiteley at fucking 3 30 every day and she could do very good equations in 30 seconds she's not a fitness professional and just she's doing something and she's seen results and she seems okay with it that is not a, a, a way to base your decision as to whether it's right for you. You should go to a fitness professional to use the same crude example. If you had a weird rash on your bollocks and you knew a mate had, he had some form of STD, it could be completely different, but you wouldn't be like, mate, what did you do? Oh, I'll just go and get the same thing that you had. Because at the end of the day, if what do you what you've got is not the same as what the other person has. There's no fucking point in, well, it, ultimately when it comes, actually, no, fuck that idea, bin that one off. At the end of the day, 8 billion people on the planet, no two people are the same. So adopting the same method as somebody else because they enjoyed it is like buying a pair of running shoes off of Usain Bolt because he was the fastest man in the world. They probably won't even fucking fit you. Yeah. It's the, same, it's the same thing as about, if you go back to the financial thing that I said earlier, it's like, I don't care if she, I don't care how successful she's been in her career on TV or whatever. I'm not going to her for advice on how to invest my money and invest my savings. And I think people, if they use that same analogy where they're like, would I, would I go to this or would I listen to this person if I had 50,000 quid and I want to invest it somewhere, who would I go to to give me advice? Right. I go to someone who's qualified to do that. I'm not going to go to Carol Vorderman to go and, ask her, where do you think I should put this 50K? So it's the same thing. Your health is very expensive to you because again, when that runs out, it don't come back, nope. you know? And so if you're, if you're really focusing on like, okay, I need to get healthier. I want to get fitter. I want to feel better. Then invest in people who are qualified to do that. And then they'll give you the best, give you the best uh, advice to do that. And it's just, I think, the mirror is not uh, is not somewhere I I would take my investment um, advice from. I wouldn't take it from Instagram. I wouldn't take it from, um, you know, I wouldn't even take it from the BBC. I would go to someone who's gone for years and years and years in school, university, who got qualified, and then I would go and speak to them. And I would still, and this is, I think this is a massive point. I would still ask questions. I would still question them. Yeah. Again, anyone that comes to any of us, Feel free to question us as much as you want. If you something doesn't make sense, don't go to a fitness professional, like a true fitness professional, and just say, oh, yep, I understand everything. Like, question those people, because those people, guess what? They have answers. And so the more you question, the more you understand, and you have a better understanding of what you're supposed to be going to do. Anyone that doesn't want you to question them, something's off, right? And so if you have questions, Ask the questions because the people you ask the questions to and they have the answers, those are the people you, you need to trust with, with your investment of whatever kind it is. And, and but, you, know, you have to look at people. Sorry, just very quickly, Paul, and then I'll let you finish off because we're coming to the end very quickly. Um, another bit of advice I would say to people as well, you know, in, you've got to invest wisely. And, you know, yes, OK, some people are struggling. I'm not I'm not talking about the people who uh, have got no income and they're in a terrible position right now, but people who who can move forward and can afford, you know, a personal trainer and, and a decent nutritionist or whatever those things are that you need. You know, look at your budget, be realistic. Um, but for goodness sake, 
your health is so important. Like I think someone said the other day, you know, people spend so much money on MOT and petrol in their car and, and tax. And they mm -hmm. literally, it, some, some people are spending, including insurance, nearly £2,000. Um, you know, and then they won't pay for a personal trainer because they can't afford it. It's, it's not important to them. Their car's more important. Mm -hmm. so look, look at your budget, look at your priorities, uh, look where you want to be uh, and then invest really wisely in someone that you trust. And do, do talk to people you know who've got personal trainers and had great results. Meet up with that person, even if it is on Zoom. You know, have a cup of coffee online with them, have a chat with them. Again, like Tom said, ask them everything, write the questions down before you have that call. You know, mm -hmm. if, they are, if they are a trustworthy and a decent PT, they will be happy to spend that time with you and answer all your questions before any decisions are made. So that's my word of advice for today. And just before Paul finishes it off, I think, Cheryl, that is an absolutely brilliant um, piece of advice for people. And for any fitness professional that is worth your time, a consult is free. You yeah. can literally go and talk to these people for free and ask them about the services that they can provide. And then you can weigh up how valuable is this going to be? Yeah. And you can put a monetary value on it. And you can, you can make that decision for yourself. But if you don't ask the questions, you're never going to know. No. So my advice would just be find the people that, that seem to really care, that aren't pushing products, and then go and talk to them and ask them questions. Ask them hard questions because your health is important. So ask them the difficult questions. And if they can give you the answers, by all means, invest in that because you will not regret it. Okay, thank you, Tom. Uh, Paul, over to you to, to wind up the call today. Yeah, I completely agree with what you guys have said there. And I think the one other little piece of advice is just watch out for, for the, the wolf in sheep's clothing, someone who's late, who is a qualified PT, who ticks the right boxes, who is adamant that you need to go down a specific method or you need to buy specific products. I'm talking about the PTs who are selling the likes of your Herbalifes, your Isogenics, your Arbons, your Juice Pluses. And that's the route that they quite hard push you down. If you go to them and you say, this is my goal and this is what I want to do. And they're like, oh yeah, I've got the products for you. I would instantly push back with the question of why do I need product? Because nobody needs it. And as we said, this is our opportunity to do things the right way. And my personal view of those within the industry who are contributing to the noise and the charlatans and the zealots that are out there are the fact that they're just not good enough at what they do. So they're having to find other ways to make money. And at that point, they're no longer interested in helping you. You're no longer their priority. The, the financial side of things is. So be very wary of it. If you speak to a PT, you speak to a professional and they do start talking about products, push back, ask the question because it's not actually required. A proper coach will literally only charge you for their time and their coaching there'll be no additional purchases that you need to make aside from that. And it goes for nutrient, it goes for diets and training styles as well. Like if some, if a PT or a nutritionist is pushing you to do a certain diet or pushing you to train a certain way, get rid of them because there are a thousand different ways that you can achieve a healthy, sustainable lifestyle and you can do it your way. So the people who generally are educated know that and they will not tell you you have to do the keto diet or you have to do the, I don't know, whatever diet they're coming up with these days. 
they will help you find a way to do it that suits you so you can do it sustainably and you can actually be healthy. 100%. And to round off on that, just to emphasize, ultimately to become healthier, it's about becoming more active and it's about managing your calorie intake. You don't need products. You don't need to follow a set specific type of training style to do that. It's just about being more active in general and putting good food in your body that's in line with your body's requirements. And a proper coach will help you achieve that. Beautifully said, Mr. Andrews. Right, okay. So we will be recording again next week. But please, please, uh, if you have listened to this podcast today, we want your feedback. We want your thoughts about going back to the gym because we would like to use that information for a podcast in the future. So thank you very much for listening, guys. Peace out, people. Bye. Bye.